three, two, one. <laughs> Thank you.
YouTubers and friends, how you doing out there? Good, I hope. Sorry about my little foopar earlier. Uh, I guess it's not a foopar because it wasn't effed up beyond repair. Or however those old timers say that. Nonetheless, here I am. I had a blonde moment earlier, but... I'm still blonde, and here I am. Tonight, we have our friend Mike Fusen of Dirt Digest Match. <laughs> he can let me do Evidently, I said Mike's name wrong. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, from Mike from Dirt Digest Magazine. Uh, we've seen him on the creek a couple of times, and I know it will happen again. He's gonna fill us in on his magazine and probably talk more about his magazine and we'll hear quite a bit about his magazine so don't go away we'll be right back hey youtubers and friends thanks for joining us for another episode of tuesday night hangout live with toledo jess dano the treasure vixen and I. Thanks oh, for yeah. the super chat. <laughs> oh my goodness. What are there those days? Oh, Jesse, I tell you, I had my super chat thing still alive, and as they all saw. Oh, geez. Well, you know, I got it covered, so that I don't see anything that's going on there. No, I have three screens of crap, and it's all going to crap. <laughs> I, I, we, I had way, way. I can't Wait, are, say are we too live? much Ed? fun. Are yeah. we on, Ed? Yeah. Well, you should have told us. It was We're on. Your We're mic's on. hot. Oh, hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, girls, thanks for coming to Flash Bash. It was awesome meeting you. Yes. We had such a good time. Yeah, it was just as great to meet you guys yeah. and everybody else there. It was, it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Speaking of everybody else there, let's say hi to our chat room because most of the chat room is everybody else there. Right. I think we, <laughs> we all want to talk about it for at least a second because it was so right. cool. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about Flash Bash for about the past half hour. Yeah. Right. Well, there, there's Thomas, folks. I'm glad that you were there. It was a lot of fun seeing you again. It's definitely, Thomas. You. I'm glad you made it, buddy. Um, EW, sucking up, Dredgey. How's it going, Dwight? Good to see you. I Thanks. hope you feel better, Dwight. Yeah, really. Hi, Walter. Jordan uh, Shaxwell, how are you doing? Guy, how are you doing, the educationer? Mm, the world's greatest super-duper moderator, Mr. Oh, yeah, Lodak. let's not forget Mr. Lodak, the world's best moderator. Thank you, Raven and Smackerock, for your oh, contributions yes. to uh, the Flash Bash giveaways. Jeez. She wanted to know who won the bag, and I told her she had to wait for the video. But it was a, <laughs> it was a lie because I forgot who, who won it. <laughs> and now she has to wait for the video. <laughs> I think it was uh, JP. 
Was it JP? I don't know. Uh, I think. I remember. I'd have to watch my video that. Ruby says yes. Oh. Uh, Jesse's Mrs. Producer said yes. JP. Lonsimore won it. <laughs> hey, Mrs. JP. It was nice meeting you. Luke Duke. Luke man. Destination Russ. Hi. Says I'm new to gold panning. But been doing metal detecting and magnet fishing for a bit. Cool. Uh, hey, glad you're here, man. Really glad that you made it to the chat. I appreciate it. He's part of the Vixens clan. Cool. Yeah, we just did a we did we just did a challenge video with him recently, so they kicked our butts. No, oh, bummer. Well, what the, I, I think I what saw yours, but you not there. So don't happen again. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, let's see what Dennis Hendricks, how you doing? Oh, Jordan, how you doing? Shots well. Um, is Susan Hamilton? Hi, the long time no see. Glad you're back. Hey, Susan. Now, Susan has to make it to next flash bash. Oh, yeah, we all made it, Jeff. Victoria Roman Carter, good to see you. Terry Marshall. Let's say hi to Benzo. Benzo, bro. I was just finally going through my bag of goodies. I felt oh, like yeah. Felix the cat. Oh. <laughs> they don't, a lot of people don't know who that is, Ed. Oh, Especially yeah. the young ones. I'm are you guys, showing my are you guys uh, making everybody wait to find out who won your treasure chest? Um, everybody that's in here knows. Yeah, okay. Benzo, Benzo, open that up in front of us. We got to yeah, watch him open yeah. it. Hot dog, you guys. That, that was, was awesome. It was a true treasure chest. Yes, it was. Well, it was, you know, it, it was just a mixture of stuff. It was, it was a, a, a mini fin treasure. A mini, that was kind of interesting, though. Yeah. A mini fin treasure. Yeah, wasn't it? I, I mean, have. It was a hodgepodge of little right. trinkets and, so was, so and was treasures. His, so was his treasure chest. It had artifacts. It had this, that, and coins and jewelry. jewelry and, yeah. Right, you know, so it was like a little mini one. I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah, you, you guys did a fantastic job. I wish I wish we had been able to pull off the actual hunt itself. You yeah, know, that would have been, been awesome. Yeah. yeah, that would have been awesome. But, you know, Mother Nature, when she wants chocolate milk, she gets <laughs> chocolate milk. Right. You know, the, the first day that we got there, it was so wet. But I mean, I would right. think that even out in the woods or certain areas where that water stayed, it would have been a, a miserable experience this time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why we decided not to do it. It was a it was a it was a toss up on how we were going to do it. A lot of different thoughts, but. That's we right, and Luke Duke added a point that was oh, right. nap that, was last minute. that mm -hmm. day. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yep, it's uh, it was fun. We'll have to do a real one next one, bury it or a year in advance or something. Oh, that's, yeah, that's actually a pretty cool idea. Like the next time you guys go out and the weather's beautiful, just get it in the ground. Uh, we like first need to find out where we're at the flash bash to do it. Yeah, that so yeah, is that a, a permanent location? I, I wanted to bring that up anyway. Any of you out there?
send us um, ideas Flash. about where to have the next Flash Bash. In other words, Flash Bash will travel. Cool. Yeah, that's... Hey, Lewis! <laughs> <laughs> well, what's in St. Louis? The treasure vixens. <laughs> There's yeah, actually but... some, some beautiful spots that uh, we could look into, really, and maybe at least throw it out there. But... Um... There's some great campsites and, and camping areas along along rivers in, in Missouri that are just absolutely stunning and gorgeous. Yeah. Well, you know, to be honest, we're, we're looking for gold spots. And right. I know that the right. Missouri River has gold. We'll have to check into it. Yeah. How about we prove it first? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we plan on it. We've got to... We've got that stuck up our sleeves for the near. Well, let me let me a little before you get too involved in that. If you do videos of where you're going and what you're doing, don't show where you're at. Don't show or tell where you're at. I, we could we can manage that. Yeah, we do the same with magnet fishing because we don't want people okay. to steal our good bridges. Gotcha. Although with some of the. Graffiti on those bridges, you can't hide it. Locals are like, oh, I know Dwight, Vegas flash bash. Vegas yeah, flash I wish, Dennis. Yeah, right. I wish. Uh, you know, let's be a little closer to like where we are. Right. Oh, Samuel. I'd love that. Sam the Adventure Man. I would love to have a flash bash back uh, home see. in Washington. What's uh, Wayne Nugget Brain Peterson, he said, have it in Colorado. You have an awesome place. Susan says, Georgia. I've been kind of thinking that. Colorado's been thought. Ooh, Colorado. I love Colorado. Would Alpha see the thing is, where can we get property? Right. Gotta have property to do it on and something reasonable maybe a member of the flash fam has a property we could kind of sublease sublease or whatever um for a few days we're not going to utah there's no gold there would love to nikki yeah yeah my claim in idaho oh jordan idaho's beautiful That's the gentleman prospector Luke, right there, Luke Jordan. Luke place in southern, southern Indiana. Indiana. Oh, same place we know, Luke? Well, I talked to you about a little bit of paradise, Luke. You know, we couldn't have our kind of crowd at Hookmeister's prospecting and outdoors. Wouldn't you say so, Jesse? Not at little par- well, little piece of paradise, no. Oh yeah, super chat. I already did that one. <laughs> so Oh yeah, super chat. Thank you very much. Where will I don't know, that's uh that's an option. That is an option, isn't it, Bill? 
Oh, not little bit of paradise. Um, is the new Sandyville lease an option? It could be, but that's even a lot farther than for, you know, like our Carolina family and Hey, let me see. I did travel over 15 hours to go to a Vermont house. That's true. And where is that Mojo and Adam dude? We need to really... Because I, I saw Mojo comment on your post on Facebook, Jesse. Yes, and that's now that's a possibility. Now I I was going gonna say like uh, if I remember right, flashing a pan represented two years in a row in New England. <laughs> and, well, and you guys couldn't make the same trip. Hmm. Mm. close to Nashville. Oh, I was talking. I, I I was talking to some people about the Gatesville General Store on Salt Creek in Nashville, Indiana. Beautiful little property, but would have to talk to the owners of the Gatesville General Store because they have camp in there, and and that would be uh, I I. Thermal City is cool, but I, I, I think that the cost is going to be too much for how they charge for groups. Well, yeah, we we can look into it. Right. We'd rather do private property if we can find private property that's more conducive to our style of uh, flash fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keep it keep it tight knit. Yeah, private property private. will be a plus. Yep. Yeah. Hello, Joseph Richard. Oh, doing well. Wolfie. Little tired yeah. after flash bash. Uh, hey, Wolfie, how's your foot doing, buddy? That looks really bad. I hope it gets well soon. Looks like the stream's having a little difficulty this Is evening. See my life. Might be the storms and stuff. Storms they are brewing. Oh yeah, I got the circle of death happening here. Shh. Sorry. We're we not allowed to say that. Is that a unlucky? Yeah. Oh, there, I just. There is a a name that you're not allowed to say on this show and it starts with a mer and ends with a fee <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to play with some um i'm just yeah trying to... uh, it's great it was great to get out nikki we got out too we had a good time lots of uh, met some people we hadn't met in person yet, and that was awesome. I mean, I, I have to say it, I've said it more than once and I'll keep saying it. Ed, Dano, and I, we gave a group of people a, a place to come 
hang out, prospect for a little gold, meet and, and have fun. And they pulled off a great party. That oh, guy, my God, Richard. Oh, that deserves a nuke right there, buddy. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. Thanks for the super chat. Oh, thank you very much, Richard Davis. Yeah, you know, Jesse, like you were saying, um, the group, the the group that you guys have pulled together, what has come from Flash in Your Pan Productions? What an amazing group of people. What uh, supportive, friendly, kind, sharing. I mean, I, there's not enough positive words to share for the community that was at the Flash Bash. Uh, we're so happy we went and we, I mean, honestly, can't wait to to make better friends with everybody that we met. It was yeah, we were like the newbies, you know, like we didn't know anybody and we didn't even, we weren't prospectors. We are now though. We are now. Oh, no, see, and that was the thing. A lot of the, a lot of the people, I didn't know a lot of those people only, you know, in the chat, only, you know, uh, on, on Facebook or in the chats, in, in this chat room, you know, really some of them we already met. Not all of them, but we met a lot of new people also. So it was, oh, it was oh yeah. Awesome. But, you know, in a way, it felt like we knew a lot of them, even like oh, sure. you two, Angela right. and yes. Rose. Right. Yes. You, you've already got in one or one show, I think, with us or two, uh, right? I did two. Yeah. Rose did, or Angela, you did two, right? And Rose was one. Mm -hmm. and, we, and we were interviewed too, so that counts. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Well, that show was so much fun and that's and I've been thinking about talking to Jesse and Dano about adding uh you know you know how I talked about it when we were talking some about females. It. Some yeah. females to the show. I said, no, we don't need females. I'll take over, Ed. We'll never get a word in edgewise. How did you know? How did you know? Next thing you know, Ruby be sliding in over here, putting her two cents more here. <laughs> so now we have three Our female co hosts. And then goes Judy and <laughs> it'll be a whole yeah it'll be a whole thing i know you got enough room over there jess i mean ruby should just sit right next to you like this is a great example right i'm i, I you see i'm giving her the room right no he's, <laughs> he keeps moving me over <laughs> great well you talk so much during the show nowadays lately ruby you might as well just sit right next to him yeah Come on in. Well, you want me to get closer, Tim? Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, strain <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay. There she All is. Right. All right, here I am. <laughs> there, is that better? Is that better? Is that working out better no, for you? No, no. <laughs> You don't get get away that easy. But look, see what she won? Well was, yeah, I saw I saw her grab it. Oh yeah, she grabbed yeah. that. Up. See that stuff there, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Oh, and gotta thank everybody who, like the educationer Kunikami, paid his forward, along with Aaron Snorkel Pirate. Uh, you missed out on a great time, dude. Right. And yeah. where's Outdoor Influencer? Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen him in tonight. No, but hey, he would have had a great time, too. He would have. Yeah. He probably's not in here. You want to get browbeat. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, I've already been texting him and telling him that he missed out big time. Yeah, we just try to say how amazing it was, how incredible it was. <laughs> Snorkel, we're going to cut you a little bit of slack. You know, it, obviously, yeah, you couldn't help the, the circumstances. Come on. Um, so we'll cut you this much slack, but you've got to come next time. We got we to gotta get more magnet fishers out there because the communities meshed so well. There were people also interested in magnet fishing, and we well, you know, we were more than willing to lend out the magnets and go fishing with people, so we got to keep it up. You actually had a pretty good group go with you, didn't you? We yeah, did. who went with you? Uh, Victoria's organ and bust and her son, Ryan. Uh -huh. And then um, Chris, uh, Chris Dye came as right. well. And so I guess it wasn't that big. It seemed big. It's it's a lot harder <laughs> to get everybody on the bridge, but yeah. we all went out and gave it a real shot. It was just a, a beautiful, clean area. The... It just sometimes it really those, those towns are so nice that people respect the water and just keep Which trash. Which is good out of it. and bad all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> good, and, good and disappointing. Right. Yeah. It's good for Mother Nature, but bad for the mixes. Yes. Yes. What's that? <laughs> they keep the creeks clean. No. <laughs> they depend on that rusty gold. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. I, from what I heard from them, they had a great time. Chris, yeah. I, I know Chris Dye, he was stoked to go and enjoyed it so much. He came and grabbed your other magnet to do it even more from the island. Yep. Yeah, he sure did. I'm pretty positive he's already ordered his own magnet. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so do you ever make anything with the your finds or not? No, uh, we currently you, we did. Yeah, the the finds. Oh yeah, we we made our uh, banner banner for our channel. We laid out a bunch of stuff and spelled out treasure vixen. <laughs> but as far as like making things, we haven't done it yet. I want to learn how to weld because I want to put stuff together. But I, mm -hmm. I don't know how yet. Yeah, cool. uh, Angel's got more of an eye for art than I do, so I would be her gopher. Is what I would do. Rose, go give me this. Now I need this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but before we get Mike in, um, you all know the digging connect, don't you? Um, my friend Liz. Um, I'm gonna be on her coffee with Liz on the 14th. I believe it starts at. 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. So on the 14th, I'll be... Come join us there. Do a flash raid. Uh, what magnet should I buy to start out? Joseph Richard? I have a brute. A brute magnet. So does Toledo Jess. And, and we have all brute magnets also. So every single one of them. Mm -hmm. they, they they believe in brute. They love I, brute force. 
I personally recommend not going below an 800 pound magnet. Yeah, keep it around the 800 for your first one. Mm -hmm. It's not heavy, it's easy to use. It's, it's a good learning tool to kind of get a feel for how the magnet feels at the bottom of your creek or whatever. For sure, it's a great starter. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they have Chris, kits, <laughs> an 800 pound kit. Yeah, Chris, and go Chris for the Dye. kit. Go ahead. Chris Dye was telling me that he uh, tried to throw out your heavy magnet. <laughs> he, was, he, worked, he did it a few times and could never get it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I don't know how she toughs it out so often. Uh, I, I scream in agony the whole time, silently. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he's, I don't know. I thought that was going to be easy. I said, you just swing it around through it. Yeah, she said, first time went out there pretty far. The second time, not quite so far. First time. <laughs> and by the you end, know, all you do is just dip it, it in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, probably would be wise to start with a lighter magnet first. Until mm -hmm. you get the hang of it. Get the and idea. Yeah, and make sure it's something you really love as well. You know, as the magnets start to get heavier, they also start to get more expensive. So well, yeah, start yeah. with something more affordable. Well, there's that and good little kids mechanics, kit. For all you shade tree mechanics out there, uh, they're great for finding that damn little screw you dropped in the grass. Oh, yeah. amen. Yeah. It's come in handy way more times than I ever intended it to. <laughs> yeah, it's really worth it. Oh, and you know what, um, JP, I'm so sorry, I forgot to bring that magnet over. He was gonna use it to do uh, a little search for himself and I was gonna bring it before we left and I totally spaced out. So my apologies, Oops. JP. That sounds like flash bash to me. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I had a great time. It was better than the year before and next yep. year is gonna be even better. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah, when, when when a lot of our our friends that were there, not all of them, but we had quite a few return from last year. So that tells me we did good the first time. We did good this time. Well, I was told by repeat repeat uh, participant. I was thinking that um, HD Shovelhead and Judy both said. It was a blast and better than last year's. Mike and Melissa of Eminem Prospecting, uh, which donated that piece behind Jesse and Ruby. Oh, okay. They had two. They had two they did have pieces. Two, yeah. They, they so had pretty. three pieces all oh, right. together they donated. Yeah. Right. The, nice they pieces. Do the... were, yeah. They were uh, silver ore. Yeah. Lots of silver in that. It was awesome yeah. piece. The ones uh, with the little prospector on yeah, it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Melissa and Mike. Uh, but... Um, oh, you should see what she's going to be making for next year. Cool, cool. Um, they said this year was better than last year also. Cool. cool. Yeah, so. then that means it's only going to get better every time. Only thing that could have made it better for... Even totally... It, it was better for me all three of us than last year but hey dudes if i could go flying again i would yeah. have been in totally seventh heaven hey rada hey, hey dudes andre and rage good to see you girls ron f good to see you brother thanks for coming to flash bash with luke duke 
Well, yes. we've taken up almost 40 minutes of the show while Mike's oh. sitting there below you being patient said, how much am I going to have to hear about flashbacks? <laughs> you guys just love themselves so much. <laughs> Boy, they asked me to be on and we never talked about my magazine. What the heck? Yeah, they had me on the whole show and they said goodnight and never got in there. <laughs> oh, Dorsey gal. Oh, how are you tonight? Hey, oh, Chrissy. I yeah. used your laundry bag you sent us. I used mine at Flash Bash. Hey, hey, hanging on my wall. It's a multi-purpose tool. Right. It's a blue screen. It's a laundry sack. It's something to stand on when I'm changing out of a wetsuit. Hey, a multi-purpose tool. All right. All right. Hi, right, Mike. How are you tonight? Oh, good. Hey, Mike. <laughs> it's Mike Busen. <laughs> Sorry, I butchered your name at the beginning. Oh, I've, I, my name's been butchered so many times. I've been called everything. So, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, how are you tonight? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, just waiting for my turn. <laughs> Hey, it's your turn. <laughs> anything, anything in particular you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Ask away and see if I can answer them. But, uh, well, let's see. First of all, you do an online magazine, don't you? Yep. Called, yeah. Called the Dirt every, Digest? Yep. First of Dirt every month, issue comes out. Um, this is, let's see, what month is this? June. June. Yeah, so this is four, the fourteenth issue. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. Uh, we've had everything in there from, you know, metal detecting's the probably the biggest uh, thing we have in it. But we've also had magnet fishing finds in there. Uh, Woohoo! Magnet fishing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many? Or people send in gold that they have found out painting so it's pretty much everything if it's it involves treasure with the with you saying it's mainly about metal detecting is that your is that really your number one area of expertise yep. yeah it's uh that's our most uh viewers i can't tell whatever different things mm -hmm. What about prospecting? Yeah, there's a little bit. Uh, Thomas actually writes an article in the magazine every month. Uh, uh, Thomas Fowles. Yeah, does he? Oh. Yeah, every month he writes an article in, on gold prospecting. Um, we've had articles from uh, geodes and. Awesome pretty much everything um we had an article in there on magnet fishing um you know when we started this we were like you know there's there's so much of an involvement of gold prospecting and metal detecting that we thought we would try to combine a little bit of everything i um, love it 
Because there are a lot of people who are who do multiple different treasure hunting things. Well, that, and that, that right there is the key word, treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, in a lot of the a lot of the uh, gold prospecting clubs actually have uh, metal detecting events or certain times. Right. Uh, I think October the seventeenth, uh, Indiana Gold Prospectors will have a one day on one of their hunts. It's going to be a seated metal detecting hunt. Uh, there's going to be a also in the, at night they have a metal detecting hunt at night. Yeah. Uh, oh, there, so you can prospect. Uh, there's actually a couple bridges there. Oh, oh. right on, yeah. And but, seeding is seeding where you they plant uh, objects. Yes, they'll plant. Okay. He's bought. Uh, Jeffrey's bought. Uh, I couldn't tell you how much stuff he's bought, but he's bought a, quite a bit of stuff to seed in the ground for everybody to find. Uh, it's a uh, great yeah, thing. Jeffrey. Uh, you're talking about Jeffrey Binky, right? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he likes to put those on. He, I've noticed he gets some really good coins. Uh, to, to see his hunts with. So it's uh, from what I understand, I haven't been to one. From what I understand, they're pretty good. You got a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, at Gold Rush days, they do the same thing. They have uh, two days of uh, metal detecting during the day, and I think one night metal detecting. But they also have a kids' metal detecting session, Aww. which is cool. Um, at least I think they do, I, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that's, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of metal detecting involved in uh, gold prospecting. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah because uh, like some of us use metal detector to find uh, the metals in, the, in, in a creek, to help us locate where the gold might be hiding. So you don't know, you know, you, right, you know, it's uh, one way to try to locate those spots. Yeah. Uh, Luke Duke wanted to know if you're in Indiana, Mike. Yes. Okay. What part of Indiana? Uh, I live in Anderson. Say? Anderson? My yeah. grandma lives in Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you come up then. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Angela has uh, started working on uh, some metal detecting um in the past and um before i started magnet fishing i did some metal detecting mm -hmm. for about a year i think it's very fascinating but uh, i haven't tried it and it was like the one thing i didn't get to try this weekend yeah we didn't do any of it really mm -mm. did you bring your detector with you i brought it yeah i just didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> oh well i wanted to find the gold <laughs> right. oh by the way did you find some gold we did find some gold uh with luke duke I did a lot of stuff and then we were panning it at the end right. and uh, we didn't finish panning it, but there was quite a few flakes in the pan uh -huh. that we did do. Uh -huh. And then he gave me some of the dirt to bring home and pan out, which was really sweet. And I haven't uh, gotten around to that and yet. I'm going to send you to some dirt too. So send me yay. whichever email I, or whichever mailing address you want sure. it to go to so you know i also i got to use equipment uh, um from chris uh from dgp outdoors mm -hmm. and he panned that out as well and there was a little bit in there 
Yeah, cool. So you have your vials of gold starting to and, accumulate. And we don't all, have any in the vials yet. Oh, I told Chris to keep it. I want it, it was his equipment. He showed me how to use it. I I I just couldn't have taken it, to be honest. Wow. So. I would I would have forced it upon you. <laughs> Ruby wants to ask a question of who, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that when you when you seed stuff for people, do you think that's a good way to learn how to metal detect? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, last year, uh, Jeff Jeffrey Indiana Gold Prospectors they had a little outing last year uh, doing the seeded hunt and right. met a lot of different people. Uh, it was a bazillion degrees out, uh, and then we still, I think, I think he said there was still like 80 people that showed up, and it was wow. like 104, 106 degrees actual temperature. Oh, man. Wow. It was, it was bad. It was, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. So that's the reason this year I think he moved it to, to uh, October. That's smart. Uh, yeah. For well, sure. with, the, with the pandemic and everything, a lot of the hunts that people go to have been postponed or canceled till spring next year. Right. Right. Um, there's another the gold shows and some yeah. events. Yep. Uh, there's another uh, seeded hunt down in Tennessee that was postponed that I'm going to go to, um, and it has a lot of uh, silver and uh, Civil War artifacts that's been seeded. Oh, very cool. Mm. I like to find some of them. Yeah, really. <laughs> Mike, do you have a do you have something that you look for more often? Do you do you like relics? Are you looking for gold? Are you looking, you know, what are you what are you actively trying to find, or does it even matter? It it don't matter to me. Uh it's it's I well, I like to find something and a relic that has a name or something that's been into it or, or, or on the object. That way, when I get home, I clean it up and I research it. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, finding a token, uh, and it's strange because a lot of times you'll find tokens that are from Ohio or, you know, Tennessee, Illinois, Michigan. Right, right. Get here in Indiana. Right. So do you also go and like research the area and figure out where like old homesteads were and stuff like that? Yes, I, I research and talk to farmers and get permission from mm -hmm. the farmers. Uh, look at old maps and find out where the old houses were that were back there, you know. Mm -hmm. I like to find them, you know, 1870 and mm -hmm. Um, fortunately, I worked at a tractor dealership for a lot of years and I worked with the farmers. So oh, I know lucky farmers. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people, you know, I'm a, I'm a people person. So I talk and so. You're a schmoozer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've only been turned down once. Wow. But, uh, yeah, probably if I I don't know. I probably have over ten thousand farm acres that I have permission for. That's awesome. 
So, uh, have you found any guns? Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jaren, for everybody, Jaren put in uh, the, the link to the Dirt Digest magazine. It's also down in the description, too. Okay. Well, oh, fantastic. You. Yeah. You guys uh, go check yeah. that out. You ask about finding guns. Uh, I I also belong to a, a a team. I'm part of the team of Indiana. Oh boy, I went blank there for a second. Brain fart. Hope they're not watching. Indiana dirt <laughs> detectives. Woo! Sorry guys. <laughs> we get together and we ain't gotten together in a while, but uh, we went to a, a couple spots and. Uh, one of the guys that had a permission, he's actually pulled a couple uh, Belgium brass pistol barrels. Incredible. Yeah. You can find them everywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, was a, it was a trading post. Um, oh, that's awesome. Large scents, reals. Ooh. Wow. Just, it's, it's incredible. Um, I had one spot that I hunted, researched, went to it four times before I found it. And the last time I went, I just said, well, if I don't find it this time, I'm going to quit trying. And I was actually getting out of my truck parked on the side of the road. And I was walking across where the cabin was because you look for the high spots in the fields where they built the house. Mm -hmm. The cabin wasn't on top of the hill, but uh, it was actually a really small area. It was probably only like 20 foot, 30 foot. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hardly any kind of like iron because usually when you find those sites, you'll get some iron tones, and you, that's when you know that you're on your site or glass or pottery or. But there was none of that. Um, uh, I was walking back to the truck and I decided to leave the detector on and just kind of nonchalant swinging it a little bit, and it went. There was a uh, 1864 two cent coin popped uh, up. Nice. So that's when I started hitting it. Um, I think there was a 1876, no, 1877 seat of dime, uh, Civil War general service button, uh, a powder flask top, uh, 1864 Indian head penny. So it was a pretty good size. Yeah, wow. no kidding. But I like it. Do you that, typically find iron off the bat because it's the nails from the old home, or uh, a lot of times you'll find like horse tack or you okay. know, some of the some of the metal detectors. I mean, we turn the iron down or turn the iron up so we can try to find the sites first. Uh, once you do find the site, then we kind of like turn the Turn the iron audio down so you yeah, then you don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know you're on a good spot. You want to hit some good stuff. So, but uh, you know it's I got one site that I've been working on right now. Uh, probably between thirty-five and forty coins I've pulled out of it. Wow! Somebody uh, stashing it or I just people dropping them. I mean this wow. this. Just incredible. The oldest coin was a Chinese cash coin from the 1700s, but uh, wow. American coin, I think the oldest on it is 1838. 
Wow. And the newest wow. I think is like uh, 1944. But I've pulled seeded dimes. I've pulled barber dimes, barber quarters, uh, tons of Indian head pennies. Right. Um, I found a gold, well, it's gold plated, but it was a uh, fob seal. It's a watch fob, but it actually has initials on the bottom of the fob. So they, when they pulled their pocket watch out, they actually had the, the fob on the end of it had its initials. So when they wrote a letter, they would actually stamp the letter oh. with Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So, are you a coin collector? Mm. Yes and no. I mean, I'm not out there. He finds a lot of coins. You find a lot of coins, but you're not really a collector, huh? I've had good luck at the coin star, but. <laughs> What's that? Coin star machine. What's that? The coin star machine where you, you know, like you got at work, the green. You see, you got there, coin star. You put all the money in it. Oh, and get it. oh, oh. check gotcha. the change return. I yes, do. I bought a dollar twenty nine one day. Silver. One, one was silver. I have found two or no three, three silver coins in it this year so far. Wow. Hey, Jason. What? Jason no. Keith. Hey, Jason Keith. I got your shirt all signed. So you'll be getting it when we see you in July or whenever we see you. <laughs> I have it here for you in your magic bit. <laughs> but if anybody has any kind of fines or, or anything they want to send in, send them in. So uh, I was going to say, it, photos, do you want an article with it? Is, is your magazine more uh, stories or um, advice columns or all of the above? Uh, all of the above. Okay. Uh, we have, every month we have a contest, uh, send it a find, and then uh, we'll put it on Facebook and everybody votes for that. For that oh, Facebook. very cool. Uh, end of the year this year we're going to have a grand prize uh, whoever has the best find so and then for articles if you send in an article uh, 400 words minimum uh, article with some pictures uh, we vote on that usually we have every month we're given given away something uh, right now they're voting on their on the favorite article uh, Trying to think, there's a uh, Aggie Aggie Hall sent in one. It was uh, lightning strikes twice. Really great article. Uh, there's another one that uh, Bob Roberts uh, done an article on restoring Tootsie cars. That uh, it was really interesting. I reached out to him because I've seen some of the restorations that he's did on some of these old cars and trucks and stuff and it was i didn't realize you could still buy parts you know to restore these things uh then there was a gentleman that did an article on a zippo uh that he found but it's a 
been been uh, really neat to do. We actually started the magazine just on a on a little kick, um, and it's turned into something really really neat. Uh, it's more time consuming. Mm -hmm. Always on social media or making phone calls or yeah. It's let me tell you, starting starting uh, any kind of magazine, whether it's digital or paper, let me tell you, it's a lot of work, and you don't make you don't make no money. Probably <laughs> <laughs> cost you. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's uh, so you you say Thomas folks puts in an article once a month. Once a month. So do you have other uh, other writers that do the same? I mean, from across the uh, the community. Yeah, we have uh, we have Dorian, uh, Dorian Cook. He does us. Uh, he's got a book, uh, Civil War book that he's wrote, uh, and he's got he puts in a, a chapter, or half chapter in the magazine every month. Uh, so so it's a going thing. Uh, great. Tell you what that. That guy is has so much knowledge. He actually worked for Garrett uh, back in the seventies, wow. and he was probably one of your original metal detectors people that went out and metal detected some of these great uh, Civil War sites. Uh, some of the stories and some of the knowledge this man has, and he also puts in a regular article in the magazine. Uh, trying to think uh who else uh we have a guy that's uh paul alexander he puts out a, he puts an article in every month it's an ongoing thing about bob uh, you'd have to read it but uh it's a great it's a great uh ongoing article all, all about bob huh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about, uh, are, are most of your most of your writers and people who contribute to your magazine are they from the, the states or do they come from around the world? Uh, we've had them from we've had Australia, UK, uh, oh geez, all around the country. Uh, <laughs> had some stuff from Alaska uh it's just it's really opened up a lot of different avenues i mean when you talk metal detecting treasure hunting when you think treasure hunting in alaska the first thing you think of is gold prospecting i never even dreamed that well, metal detected in alaska uh yeah. you know, what, do you, what do you metal detect for you know uh, <laughs> a lot of them uh, go to mining camps and dig for uh trash pits and bottle digging and right i was gonna ask you you do you, uh do you include all the other forms of treasure hunting like bottle dump digging mud lurking uh you know uh even some of these guys that go out into the lake scuba diving and picking up trash Mm -hmm. oh, if, if there's a if there's treasure hunting, absolutely, we'll put it in the in the magazine. Very cool. Yep. Well, cool. That's, That's good for these people to know. Came up with the 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 Journal of Modern Treasure Hunting. It's it's about all treasure hunting. Uh, every month, when we first started, we we were doing an article interview. Uh, we we've had uh, Daryl Meek. Miklos, 
Uh, he's from Cooper's Treasure. Yep. Uh, the TV show in February. Yep. We've had him in the article. We've had Gypsy. Uh, Gypsy is a great person. Uh, and hell of an artist, too. Uh, actually, Gypsy just... Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Gypsy Jules awesome. just finished a painting for me, Mike. Yeah, I seen that. That was uh that was awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to get it. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Actually. Yeah, she's been she's been on our show too. Yeah. She has done some really cool videos, buy some cool treasures. Hard working girl. Michelle was a really cool guest. Yep. And Gypsy yes, Jewel, as she likes to be called. <laughs> Gypsy Jewel. Yeah, her name is Michelle. But uh, I've met a lot of a lot of uh, great people. Made some awesome friendships through it. Been invited some some places to go hunt, but unfortunately, everything was postponed and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's what's cool about this community too is the uh the brotherhood that it shares. And and I, and it all it all comes from a treasure hunting. We're all oh. kind of nuts, aren't we? <laughs> it's good kind of birds I mean, in a feather flock I mean, you together. Think about it. You think about yes. it. Here's, here's the treasure mixtures. They or they go out and pull out rusty junk out of the creeks and it's treasure to them. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, metal detect out there, and here we got uh, Downey's prospecting down here, who's, who we nicknamed Square Nails because he finds all the square nails. But they're <laughs> treasures to him, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and then us gold prospectors, we go out, and work all day, bust our butts for a couple. Find of a lot of barbed wire. And... Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange community, but it's a great community. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what does Mike think of that treasure that was found in the Rocky Mountains by Outdoorsy Gal O? Oh, the forceful fin? Yeah. Force fins, yeah. What is it? Who it was? So they haven't said who it was. That you'll, we'll probably never really know. Well, I know DK was on the news in Colorado about it. Right. I'm uh, pretty yeah, sure he, a... he chose to remain anonymous. I think he said, don't tell people who I am. Right. Well, sure. wouldn't you say that? I would. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you'd have family coming out of your woo <laughs> hey, I'm your long lost cousin Larry. Do you have right, a half right. a million dollars I can borrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I seen that they said that they were going to post some pictures of the treasure later. Yeah, I, I guess uh, that, you know, uh, Forrest uh, verified that the guy found the treasure and uh, uh, they haven't really said where it's at. Yeah, or anything. Hey, what's up, Ron? Uh, so, you know, uh, who knows? Uh, what, what were they talking about the other night? Uh, oh, give me nothing but a bunch of books coming out about it. <laughs> right. I'd, I'd like to read it. I'd like to know. Sure. Did he understand the poem? Did he follow it? To was it easy for him? Was it his first time trying? I want to know. I do too. Inquiry minds want to know. Right. Uh, <laughs> how did you figure it out? What was the key clue? There, right, had to be, right. there had to be one clue in there that 
solve the rest. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. There, I don't know, the- but that that's that's my way of thinking. I don't know what Forrest Spence's way of thinking is, though. So, you know. Yeah, know. Uh, Ohio Relic Hunter said you can bet the IRS wants to know who found it too. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. No, no Wait doubt. a second, I I I'm getting prompted by Dano the Mano. Okay. Plug um, your ears. Welcome. <laughs> that's our buddy ron from ron for the hills and thank you for your contribution and being a sponsor of this year's flash bash or flash bash 2020 Absolutely. Uh, i know the guy who won your sleuth uh really likes it mute mute hey mute mute yeah, I'm not Dennis Dayton singing happy birthday. Just be thankful <laughs> for that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Ron for the Hills, he makes a tremendous couple of little sluices. The Creek Critter and the River Raider. I love the River Raider. Oh, I like my Creek Critter, too. Yep. I throw that sucker down the bottom of the creek and start shoveling into it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, our buddy, uh, <laughs> our buddy Clint was in here earlier. I think he's still here. He wants me to do a giveaway in a little while, so we'll do one. Clint we Washburn, are yes. you still here? And by the way, for all you people that ordered the production pan from Clint Washburn, he's shipping them out now i got my confirmation today hello miss laurel we all missed you, you miss laurel you i re- i couldn't read your email much while i was there but you know i knew before i left home that all that so we wouldn't have thought any less you know i know the treasure vixens were dying to meet you along with vicky and so were we there will be a next time there will be a next time uh and clint is still here yes he is yes he is you let me let me get my bot woke up and you, you want to give it away now you can continue on that's up to you well, I, I i think we'll wait a little while i i'm just gonna get my bot okay. woken up okay so back to mike sorry mike <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, sweet you know squirrel <laughs> uh where were we i think you were asked a question. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Now, there, since the Forest Wind treasure has been found, there's still another. What is it? I can't think of it. There's a book. Seems like there was like seven different things that somebody oh, uh, buried. I think uh, Eric Carter put out a thing about 
trying to solve a treasure or a um, a lost hunt. Hang on, let's see if I can find it. Treasures in America. Yeah, Treasures in America. Uh, I remember what it is. <laughs> there there are, I mean, even from state to state, there's at least rumors of certain treasures. I know that Illinois has a few, uh, some mob-related, some older than that. And then Missouri has, you know, your um, your old cowboy bang-bang shoot-em-ups where they went and hid treasures in the, right. in the hills. And Jesse in some James caves. and the Knights yes. of the Golden Circle type yeah. stuff. That's right. right. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's also treasures, uh, you know, from the Civil War, mm-hmm. you know, that were lost. Treasures all over the all over the place. Question we're is, also done like extensive um, research on hidden treasures, just in our area. <laughs> I like treasure. They're they're all over. I mean, even modern day bank robbers have lost their their loot at some mm-hmm. point. You know. Mm-hmm. You know so. And for a lot of those, Mike, uh, I think the best tool that you could use to find those would be metal detecting, which is really why we want to hone in on that. So. Oh, absolutely. But there, I mean, uh, you figure metal detecting old house sites, you know, back then they didn't really have banks or trust banks. So your metal detectors now, you know, you go out and farm farm fields where I hunt, most of the stuff I find is four inches, six, maybe. Uh, But I mean, I have pulled a dime at 14, 16 inches. Wow. But a lot of time uh, during those people, you know, the the generations back here in 1850s, 1860s, they didn't trust banks. So they buried their money in jars along a fence row or a tree but when they buried it they buried it deep you know they just didn't cover it up they could have buried it you know two foot down when they hit the clay uh but what happens if that person you know died back then or right tell forgot about remember it, it yeah it's still out there every once Did- in a while you'll hear about something but yeah, I was gonna say, are you uh, when you're metal detecting able to detect something two feet in the ground, two feet underground? Um, if it's big, <laughs> uh, I'm bringing a backhoe into my yard. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna find some treasure. Yeah, but there's a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, years ago when they were plowing the fields, moldboard plowing, you know, they were going down there 18 inches and turning the soil over. So now you've got everybody going no-till farmers. So all that stuff that's been turned over for, you know, years ago, uh, stuff eventually comes back to the surface. Uh, I mean, you can go out and you think you hunted a site that you pounded and pounded and you think it's clean. Give it a couple years of, you know, freezing and thawing and light tillage, the stuff comes back up to the top. Incredible. Right. 
Uh, the Gold Claws production pans now, Jordan, are half off. Uh, when they're $49.95, I believe, right now. And when they're, they'll be normally $99. That's, that's still going on? Yes, sir. I just put a link in the room. Save now. Save big now. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're a huge pan. You can do like three gallons in like seconds. I, I know Clint Washburn can do it in like 30 seconds. Uh, three yeah. gallons of material. That's because he's not afraid of his product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's like that guy that will stand in front of his bulletproof flat as they shoot at him. <laughs> right, right. Definitely. Right. Jason says they used mason jars in them with metal lids during the early part of the 20th century. Right. And even back further with the old clip lids, you know, there's still that metal clip on old right. mason jars. Right. And like a lot of sourdoughs in mining country, they would hide their gold underneath their campfires. Usually in tobacco tins, right? Uh, yeah, you know, like, or, yeah, yeah. Or whatever may be around. A lot of times they would put in their, their dumps also. You know, you'll, at like mines, you'll see places with tin, can dumps. Mm -hmm. And they would put gold in those tins and throw it in the dump just be a bummer to go out there you throw it out there when you're drunk and then need a nugget to go into town and you're like oh, where the hell did i throw that big can with my nuggets in it you know or or yes exactly jason or in their privies you know in their honey pot I know Jeff William puts his nuggets in his honey pot, but I'm sure Slim still gets it. <laughs> yeah, Raven says that Smack -a Rock detected two tobacco tins. No gold was in them, though. Bummer. Bummer. He well, must not got drunk. <laughs> I think at the Charles Garrett hunt last year, somebody found an old tobacco can with a couple gold coins in it and uh, they wow. said that wasn't that, that wasn't, wasn't painted out there that was a natural find Ooh, cool see they're they're out there little treasures depression error you know people right. would have their hordes out in the yard um, yeah people during the depression buried their their, their coins and their money, right? Uh, their, their their dollar bills, their their gold coins. Um, Jason Keith wants to know, Mike, ever hear the lost gold of Dents Run in Pennsylvania? No, I haven't. There's another one. Somebody asked about a one in Indiana. 
loot somewhere up here. Asked about a lost treasure in Indiana. I was looking for it. Mike, um... Uh, Okay, ever heard of the lost Reno Brothers treasure from the train robbery in Jackson County, Indiana? I think I've heard something about it. I might have scanned. Weren't the Reno Brothers gangsters in the 30s? Or no? I I don't know. I know... Hmm. Uh, Dillinger came through here. Uh, he robbed a bank uh, a town over from us. Uh, they He said that he would never rob a bank in Anderson because of all the train tracks we have. <laughs> um, I know in Lima, our jail held Dill, Dillinger for a minute. He escaped from the jail here in Lima, Ohio, and a guy I used to work with, his grandmother used to party with Dillinger around the Coldwater, Ohio area, south of St. Mary's. Now, that'd be a bugger to party with, piss off the wrong guy, and he'd bring out his little friend. Who did your grandmother rent to, Ruby? Oh, she's in the other room. She didn't hear me. I think that Ruby's grandmother used to rent a room to one of the gangsters. I don't remember who, though. Hey, Ruby. Ruby. She can't hear me. She's she all deaf. <laughs> uh, Mike, tell us... Uh... So, you know, with some of the coins, you mentioned some of your oldest coin or some older coins. What is your oldest coin that you found? Uh, the 1838 large cent. At the site that you uh, that you stumbled across on by accident when you were looking for it and couldn't find it? Uh, no, it's a different site. We're just right down the road. Uh, I actually have a road that's got, I don't know, five or six different old property or old houses that was on the, in the fields and I have permission for it. Uh, I just got to get out there and get to it. Uh-huh. But when they get planted, so my hunting is usually done in the very early spring or late fall. Uh, I have been out there in the snow. Wow. Uh, but. Digging in the fro- uh, frozen earth can't be fun. Uh, it ain't too bad. Uh, I I know somebody that's uh, you take hot water out with them. And I was wondering if that's wow. why you did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> if it's that cold, I'm not, I'm indoors. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about all around favorite find? Um, geez. That's a tough one. I know we struggle with it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I don't know. I like all the Civil War stuff. Um, I think it's interesting of how much Civil War stuff you can actually find out in the farm fields, even even here in Indiana. Um, I mean, you don't really find the uh, the bullets. Uh, but you find the service buttons. Uh, 
And what happened, reason you're finding those is because their fought coats that they used when in the Civil War, they came back home. And when they got back home, those flock coats turned into work coats. So they were using those work coats, you know, out in the farm and everything else. And those buttons just fall off. Yeah. Uh, there's been, I don't know, um, I, I got a buddy that's found seven Civil War plates and 10 years, maybe eight plates. Wow, yeah. Uh, his son actually found a, a Confederate one and it was pretty rare, sold it and bought his first car with it. Oh, wow, what a find, right? Oh, absolutely. So uh, what about dangerous? You know, I asked you about guns, but knives or um, any other strange weapons? Uh, you find, po you know, pocket knives every now and then on some of these old sites. Uh, harmonica reeds, you find a lot of those. Uh, toe taps. Uh, the toe taps were, you know, put on the, oh. the shoe to yeah. help um, Heel plates. Um, and, and some of the size of those heel plates, it just makes you wonder how big the women actually were back then because those heel, the heel shoe on the heels, I mean, those things are tiny. I am, I'm sorry, I know what toe taps are, but I do not know what heel plates are. Uh, they're like a toe tap, but for the heel. Okay, so the, but it, it's a lady thing? Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, I know that mm -hmm. the foot binding was is different over, was it China or Japan? Yeah. But didn't women wear especially smaller shoes for their feet also back then? Because, I mean, wasn't small feet for women just an attractive thing all around because i know like the shoes they wore were like that narrow i i don't know i was i was actually looking at some statistics and back in the 1860s the average band height was five foot six at all i mean i don't know all the hormones they feed the cattle that's, and stuff. that's what i was gonna say yes uh, also uh when it came to the shoe sizes i believe the older it got there they didn't tailor you had to pay a lot to have the shoe tailored to you so you had standard shoes that were just made and if they said women have small feet they made small shoes and those women crammed their feet into them i thought you had your shoes made for you uh, I, I mean I, I believe we progressed into that but shoemakers used to have a just a one what they even they were the same side sided shoe like there wasn't both sides that we evolved into tailoring shoes okay. you can correct me if, if i'm wrong i just i, I thought that i, oh, I yeah so maybe I, that was it. they didn't have half sizes <laughs> another thing i find interesting is the uh, chinese cash coins that that people find in the fields and so I was actually talking to the county surveyor and because through through all the farm fields, you got those water ditch ways. And I was talking to the surveyor and he was telling me that those were hand dug by the Chinese mm -hmm. immigrants back in the And I couldn't imagine hand digging all these ditches going through these farm fields. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, no way. I showed uh, for like an hour this weekend, <laughs> yeah. and I hurt. Yeah. 
I'd, I'd like to see some of the stacked walls out in California when we go out there. They did a lot of that out there stacking when they were mining for gold. Mm -hmm. They were really, um, they stacked stones. They didn't just throw them to the side. They made walls and stuff with them. Yep. That would be really cool to see. Uh, outdoorsy girl, or excuse me, outdoorsy gal O asked, <laughs> asked, uh, she wants to know what you think of Oak Island's treasure will ever be found and what theory seems the most likely to him. Templars, pirates, slaves, etc. I hate to say it, but I quit watching Curse of Oak Island after the fourth year. <laughs> oh, I, 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 dig, I dig what you're saying, trust me. Oh, yeah. What do you think, what do you think of the whole oak island treasure because i literally remember that article in reader's digest and i understand why marty and his brother feel the way they do about it because it was really interesting back to i was a little kid but it was still a really interesting treasure hunt treasure story you know um, oh, and there's it's uh, you know obviously there's something to it because people have dug it and died so there's even even like uh for spence treasure i mean it was there right so there had to be something there at one point is it still there i i doubt it myself but you know i, uh, I think it's been gone I, I do too i think it's been gone since though since way before anybody else tried to find it the first I also kids. think it's been gone, but I still find it interesting all the things that they find, like the cross and the other little treasures that they find, and they're also figuring out all the people that have visited the island, you know, so I find no. all of that history interesting. Right, there's a lot of history for sure. Right. Well, what, how, how did they find all that stuff? What 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 they use to find it? A metal well, detector. Most of it was metal detecting thing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, me and my wife, my my wife was reading or something, came across it. I guess uh, Marty owns a vineyard up in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Mary Vineyard or Mari, mm -hmm. however he says oh, it. Mary Vineyards. Yeah, because yeah. he, he wears the shirt every single time. He's like plugging right. every yeah. show. He <laughs> went up there last year. Did you? Yeah. Oh. We took yeah. a me and the wife, uh, we took a weekend trip, and he wasn't there. Oh. We were there. We drove uh, six and a half hours up there. We was there for 45 minutes and $200 lighter in our wallets. So. <laughs> <laughs> the wife loves wine, so uh, she had to buy, buy a bottle of this. Uh, it's called Row Number 7. Uh, when they first started planting these grapes, uh, they just started grabbing grapes and didn't care what variety or whatever it was. And they planted seven rows and said, whoa, 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 we're mixing these all up. Uh, I guess this row number seven has won a bunch of awards and everything. It's, it's uh, a great wine. And I guess after so many years, these, these grapes, you know, they they quit producing or they get to where they're not, uh, it's worth for them to keep growing that or, or harvesting that seven rows. So they're going to tear it out and replant it. Uh, they have no idea what variety they planted mixed in there. 
uh, but uh, they're pretty proud of that row number seven bottle. Uh, wife had to have it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sounds tasty. So Jason Combs has a question for you. He wants to know if you have used the new Garrett Apex. I have not. I haven't put my hands on it yet. Um, I have talked to uh, a couple people that have. Gypsy being one of them. Uh, great. Uh, I'm excited to get my hands on it. Um, you know. So you're expecting one though, right? Uh, I haven't ordered one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think it's great that they've came came out with one um i think it's great that the all these manufacturers has came out with a you know quote a entry level detector that's doing more than what an entry detector that we knew what what an entry level detector was uh you have you know, Naka Macro came out with the Simplex. Uh, I think, you know, they started something really great with it for the price. And I think the other manufacturers are going to have to follow with that. Uh, now, you know, you got the uh, Mind Labs came out. Uh, you got the Vanquish. Now Garrett's came out with this Apex. Uh, you know, and they're all they're all down in these lower price ranges. Uh, are we going to see uh, more of a higher end? Yeah, I think we will. Um, you know, I think we'll see seven or eight hundred dollars, but I think the seven eight hundred dollar detection put what's been out in the last five years to shame. You know, the technology keeps evolving and evolving. And the price with uh, the new the price smaller and making the machines smaller and lighter and able to do more. Yep, you know, technology got uh, I haven't heard anything lately, but you had that one uh company called uh, what was it, air detectors? Uh huh, supposed to run off your cell phone. What? What? <laughs> Download an app to your cell phone and it Bluetooth to the coil. Uh, wow. I know it's been, uh, they did an update, I don't know, a couple months ago that they said that uh, they had some issues with production and they got it all solved now. Uh, I think it, when they first came out, there was a big hype about it. Uh, I think they did a Kickstarter or one of those things where you could buy the detector for really cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they went in production. It was supposed to have been out already, but, you know, they, they've had some setbacks. But uh, Like metal detecting in areas where there's no cell phone reception? Well, it just Bluetooth to your phone. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I but, don't know. I don't know if I trust it. I mean, is is that going to be the future i mean i don't know yeah. i don't know a lot of things look I mean, futuristic <laughs> yeah it's a great it's a great question 
you know, it's like the, you know, the technology keeps evolving, you know, right. neat. so, you know, just think back to, uh, remember the Furbies, uh, <laughs> boys, they said there was actually more memory in those Furbies than what there was on the first moon landing. Mm, right. Probably. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Furbies. Yeah. Yeah, I think little, of little... something else when someone talks about Furbies. Get back here and get out of that gutter. For example, you take you take the mind lab who who made the mind detectors for World War II. That thing probably weighed 30 pounds, came in a big wooden box that was like four foot long, had a huge coil on it, and very heavy to carry. Uh, trying to look for mines. So they've gone from that to what do they got now? A little underwater mine lab that's about the size of a, a I don't know, smaller than a yardstick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. You know, it, technology is just crazy right now. It's right. I can't. I you know, I can't wait to see what what the you know knocked a macro i know they said that they had a simultaneously multi-frequency machine coming uh, on their higher end uh you know the apex they released is the a series so it makes you wonder if there's won't be something that comes out into their at series uh, is that going to be a higher end release later you know we just don't know. There, there's people that know, but general public knows. Right. They should make, yeah. like, they should make like a, a Roomba that you can send out that goes and detects for you and maps out areas for you. You know, you can just go set your Roomba off and they go detect and then you're like, well, what spots am I going to go to now? I love that. <laughs> They might someday, you know, a robot out there doing it for you. Right. I was actually thinking, I don't know if there's one out there, but I want a metal detector that has like an adjustable rod because I'm extra short. Yeah. And But I like your idea better. Yeah, it's two, <laughs> two opposite ends of the spectrum of technology there. A Roomba metal detector. Hmm. <laughs> The simplex, the simplex has uh, telescopic uh, shaft. Oh, does it? Because that's yeah. that's what I need. I'm gonna have to. Is that an expensive one? Um, I think you can get that one without headphones for. I don't know. It's probably I've seen <laughs> two sixty. Two sixty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. And then I, with the headphones, I think I've seen them. You'd have to call somebody. I'm thinking like 340, 350. Yeah, I have headphones already. They might not be the best ones, but I have them. Well, let's, let's just say you can get one anywhere from 100 bucks to $2,000, $3,000. Yeah, I know that. And I'm not like, I'm not looking to, 
I'm not looking to spend thousands of dollars on right. a metal detector. John Wolf says there's a metal detecting RC car. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We just and sit on our butts and they can do it, it for us. They already stole your idea, Ross. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Bill, Bill Marr says the Simplex is a great machine for the money. All right. Yep. Yes, I agree. Garrett 350, H350 is a good entry level. A few hundred bucks. Good machine. Good, good one to learn on. Yeah, I even the 250. Yeah, like even the 250. You, you were talking about uh, sending out a Roomba or whatever to find your site. A lot of people are starting to uh, use LIDAR uh, to find sites. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a type of radar that oh, okay. really shows the topography of the land. Luminous vegetation. Yes. Ah. And some use satellite imagery or drone imagery um, to make LIDARs. Right. Oh, now, that would be a good thing to have Bennett do in his place. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I know. I know some guys that's used lidar on Civil War, uh, Civil War sites to find trash pits. Those right, are because the, it, uh, the lasers, the laser mapping system. Yeah, it'll actually show you. Uh, what do you want to say? Areas like where they burn or a trash pit where where the ground's been disturbed. So right. Pick that up. Is that different than like the ground penetrating machines that they like roll over the ground? No. No, that's ground penetrating. What this penetrates is the the uh, uh, vegetation. Uh, okay. Anything that's that's not rock or or metal or an opening in the ground anything that's not vegetation it eliminates okay. vegetation goes right through it yeah so you see the true topography of the area so you could see maybe uh, uh old ruins or right. old diggings or something else it's so not old. ground penetrating okay i gotcha they, they've been using it here lately the last few years to penetrate the jungles of the Amazon to find that that what they thought of the lost Inca tribes and all the old tribes was, they were actually way bigger than before. Uh, they're using it in Egypt along the, uh, where the uh, uh, pyramids and along the Nile and stuff and finding old lost cities all because, wow. oh, yeah, all because of the, they're able to map and get rid of the vegetation. Well, heck, I need to give me one of those. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Every, I was talking to uh, somebody that was in charge of the state. I can't actually think of the name of it, uh, but they said Indiana's been LIDAR. The whole state's been LIDAR like four four times, six times? Really? Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah, right, there are big swaths of the country that 
well, not big swaths, but there are swaths in the country where they have gone and done that. And uh, who was that we were talking to, Ed? That Matt. Matt, right. Matt. Uh, Matt, uh, oh, oh, I can't possibly. <laughs> Neither Anyways, don't even ask me. Right. Anyways, he, he has uh, uh, access to LiDAR mapping uh, across the country. Someone that you can get a hold of, and uh, if they've done lidar, he can pull that up for you, and for a nominal fee, I guess, generate a a printout for you. They keep they keep uh, keep redoing the lidar. Uh, the reason they keep it is because the technology of the lidar keeps improving, uh, so they keep getting an update of it. I think uh, Indiana's supposed to get. Uh, yeah, uh, let me respond. Let me respond to Dennis Hendrick here. He says no vegetation where the pyramids are. That's true, but it is a laser, and it picks up everything that it hits. So then it maps it out in a three D form and gives you a picture of what what you're actually seeing. You know, uh, so. Hey Dennis, that's I actually I thought that was the case. My my little sister actually knows how to or has run lidar. And cool. I thought it was more more along those lines. Yeah. Uh, let yeah. me interject for a super chat. Thank you, Absolutely. Raven and Smackerock. Oh yeah, to love Flash Familia. That's right. Thank you very much. Back to later, LIDAR. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, Michael, I was going to say, let's steer it back to your magazine. Have you, uh, have you had anything cause any controversies? Have you made any anybody mad with some of the articles you put out there? No, uh, we try to... Uh, we try to... Uh, what's that? <laughs> Try to make everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of. I'm not the techie one that knows all that. Craig is, uh, so Craig kind of keeps all that under control. Um, there's a lot of lot of stipulations of what you can publish, what you can't publish. Uh, you just got to make sure all your T's are, you know, crossed. Your I's are dotted. Um, you know, we've had a lot of people go, hey, uh, do you have a uh, publication of it? Can you get it in paper form? Or, uh, Unfortunately, no, because, you know, uh, that's quite a bit of money. <laughs> yeah, print is expensive. I, I think it's great that you're, that you're offering it online. You give access to way more people that way. You know, and we, we ended up doing a PDF. Uh, so when you get on there, uh, you can actually still view it online, or you can download a PDF and, and uh, use it that way. That's um, good. You give them the option for the good old-fashioned paper. It's It's been a learning process, too, because, you know, you have Android, and then you have iPhone, and then you have a computer, so you got to have a happy medium with everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. When I download it, because I'll download it to my wife's tablet, make sure there's no bugs or whatever. When I download it to my wife's uh, 
tablet, she runs a was an i an iPad, and it's amazing. I love it on her iPad. <laughs> you know, I look at it on my phone. I'm used to it on my phone. You look at it on this computer system. You look at it on different computers. It's it, different setups. So I think we found the happy medium where it is it's great for everybody. Um, I haven't looked at the looked at the statistics on the magazine lately, but uh, I know we've pulled up. We've been in around forty two different countries. Incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing at, at the people that we reach to. Uh, it's amazing to how many people is actually reading it. Outside of the U.S., what would be your second highest area of people reading? Do you know? Oh, uh, I haven't looked. Um, <laughs> Doggone it, Mike. You should be on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I don't know, probably U.K. or Australia. Oh. Yeah, so the UK is usually right up next. They're usually they're usually number two in any sort of um, video or a treasure hunting, or at least at least for magnet fishing, the UK is is and right up there. Yeah, they do a lot of that. And yeah, yeah talk about some relics there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I talked to a lot of guys from over there, and and some of the stuff at finds just incredible. Uh, you tell them, you know, hey, look what I found. I found a 1700s coin, or, and they find a 1700s coin and they throw it in the ditch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's new money to them. That's like our clad money, you know. It's like uh -huh. uh, but it's, you know, that's one of my bucket list things I want to say is I want to go over to UK. Uh, we we're right left. there with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, and that's one thing that's it's really neat about the magazine from having articles and talking to people from all over the world because you think Australia metal detecting, ooh, gold, you know, let's go prospecting. Uh, I know a guy over there, uh, Craig Drew, he, uh, he has a Facebook uh, group, uh, great guy. Uh, he hunts uh, old uh, military camps where the U.S., you know, the United States GIs had camps over there during World War II. And uh, he, he goes out there and hunts those. And, you know, he finds, you know, Morgan dollars and stuff that I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he finds rings and, you know, from the GIs, Zippo lighters, uh, badges, right. medals. Uh, it's, it's just been, you know, it's like, you know, Alaska, what they find out there in Alaska, you know, old mining, you know, uh, who is it? Daniel Camacho, uh, great guy, Arctic diggers. He does a lot of bottle dumps and finds uh, trash pits, uh, finds cans. Uh, you know, the can, you throw a can in, down in Indiana in three months, you know, you can't read it. Gone. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, out there where he's at, he's finding a can from, you know, 1920s and takes it home and cleans it up. And it looks, you know, 90 percent 
virtually new. All that uh, the, the lack of humidity, I think, is what uh, preserves it. There's there was he had a post on there one day of uh, I think somebody posted wasn't his post it was somebody posted on his group the guy had found a beer in a can and he's talking about look you know 1940s beer and he's like you know cracks the top and he's like if it you know if it fizzes when it pours it in the glass it's still good you know I'm like uh oh it's stale botulism <laughs> like yeah, it's good you know he's <laughs> you know i talked to him and they were like yeah you dig down you know a foot down here and we have permafrost so it's like yeah. the refrigerator for the last 80 years the deep wow. freeze wow. <laughs> um jesse we're we should get rid of that gold claw okay let's do a giveaway then um, Let's yeah. do a gold, uh, production pan. I believe it's going to be a clear. I'm not sure. Whatever color it is, it is. Well, it will be a brand new production pan. Now, will that be able... Uh, Clint, if you're in the chat still, um, would that be the lower 48, global, North America, global... Um, <laughs> because we do have Australians and Tasmanians and others in the house, so I was just wondering. He didn't specify to me. I should, I suppose I should have asked him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he I was here earlier. When right. Anywhere, anywhere is good. good. All Thank right. You, so you all better get to click in the chat, start chatting, say something nice. Moderators are eligible, so I know a lot of our past guests are now moderators, so we lost treasure. We all like treasure. No, we lost treasure. We only have Vixen. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I like that I'm the victim. Yeah, she, she is the treasure. Uh, yeah, we uh, we feel like because we have each other, we can step out here and there if we need to. So there you go. Let the dog out. You know woof, stuff like that. Woof. Yeah, I gotta let my cat in, my dog out, my yeah. dog in, my cat out. Yeah. <laughs> well, all all share. We right now we have ten eligible users. Out we got twenty three in the room. So if, I, if you hit me, just pass pass it on. So keep on. Hey, Southern Cross, good seeing hey, you. Hey, Southern Cross. That's hey, right. Keep typing if oh, you're working. You cannot win if you're a lurking. That's right. You got to be a chatting. Well, one day you may be able to use one there, Bill. Even yeah. if you never use one. <laughs> oh. You enter. You just did, Jordan. You just entered without doing a thing. <laughs> just got here Eric you entered right away man first thing you did <laughs> that's right Mike entered yep you see 
All right. Let, let All right. Me... Now, Joe, you just entered. <laughs> how about that? That's, That's how you entered right there. Pressure you got... in. We want to be in. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, Nikki, it took me a while to learn how to use it, but I love my gold claws now. It's what I use. Oh, yeah. Once you learn how to use them correctly, right. we we have 21 eligible. So, That's I know you can't see the watches. chat, but it shows <laughs> everyone who's eligible over here. Hey, look, Gold Claw is eligible. Wow, that would be something. <laughs> Wendy yeah, Williams, well, I've never won one of those before. <laughs> and uh, did the treasure mixes get in there? Yeah, we sure did. All yeah. right. <laughs> see, uh, well, yeah. Once you learn how to use it, it's super easy to use. But if you're an experienced painter that has learned on a round pan, you have to retrain your muscles, relearn how to do it. But it can be done. Then once you do learn, you'll you'll love it. Thomas, folks, And you know, while uh, while everybody's trying to get their comments in there and get entered, if you haven't hit the like <laughs> button yet, make sure you give a give a like to the chat. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> I'll try to take care of that for you, Jesse. Thank you. Says uh, Cliff's going to Canada to teach Dan Hurd how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Clint. Clint, I'll tell you what, just send me. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to use it. <laughs> no, and, uh, when it comes to the Flash fam, you got to send those packages in five. <laughs> yeah, I guess, it's a, I guess it's the, the three rule has changed to you, five rule. You, you sure pick that up quick. Boy, <laughs> Ready to hey, give her away? Give her away. We have 24 away, eligible. Those workers had time. Countdown, please. Give it away. Give it away. Got it. Give it away. Give it away. No countdown. No. Just give it away. <laughs> oh, look at that. Lucky Ducky Thomas Fultz. Are you kidding me? That lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you didn't win, Clint. Lucky Ducky, Thomas Folks won. He is the winningest. Although he's been on a losing streak here for a while, but he's doing, he's coming back, it looks like. <laughs> Congratulations oh. to our one and only Lucky Ducky, Thomas Folks. Yeah. He's a good guy. He deserves that. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Great guy. Congratulations, Thomas. He won a great prize at Flash Bash, too. Oh, yeah, Thomas, Thomas. Uh, MDV got your package shipped out to you today. So, you Yes, have... he did, Jerry. He cheated again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He won that, he won that bag, didn't he? Yes, he did. He uh, won a nice bag. Oh, good not... pan to work that gold out in. Uh, we want to see pictures posted. Make sure to tag us so I could put it on the Flash in Your Pan page at, at Thomas 
Facebook. Thomas, private message me on Facebook with your uh, address and stuff, and I'll get that over to Clint tonight with our other winner from last week. Miss Laurel, isn't it? Yes, Miss Laurel. Yes. I need her address if you got it tonight. So I can send it off to Clint and he's because he's shipping out product. Mine's in the mail. <laughs> I can't wait. Now Bill Marsh, Ohio Relic Hunter, says Flash in your pan. It's about time to give away a free membership to Dirt Digest magazine. Next. Ooh. Oh, wow. He's putting you on the spot, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let me ask you a question then. Uh, your, your magazine is by membership? Nope. It's free for everybody to read. Oh, there you go. You are all <laughs> members. Go over to dirtdigestmagazine.com and is there a sign up or you just go? I never you, signed up for nothing. I just go read it. Right. It's over, Thomas. You don't have to sign Thomas. up. Uh, you can just go on there if you want to sign up. Uh, I know that's Craig is actually working on some stuff. Uh, when you do sign up, this kind of lets us know how many people out there are signing up or viewing it. And uh, I guess Craig's working on some stuff that actually is going to be something in the works. That's right, Jason. You are a winner. I'm not the I'm not the techie guy. <laughs> Boy, man, should, we, base, right? should we uh, have the techie guy come on with you? Uh, he's working. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dennis, it's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> There's a reason why, Dennis, we call Thomas Lucky Ducky Thomas Fultz. Yeah. Like, like I said, he's he was on a losing streak last year, but he looks like he's coming back this year, big and strong. Oh yeah, uh, no doubt about actually, it. Oh no, that's two prizes. It's over, Thomas. Someone won it already. You can stop in the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure your streams on uh, has the red light next to the live. Prime time's not being kind tonight. <laughs> oh, it sure is. I keep it keeps going off live. It's the weather. It's the weather, Ruby says. That could be too. That's right, Richard. That's right. Wow, my chat just did a weird thing. Right, mine's been doing weird stuff all night. But it's uh it's about that time, don't you think? Yeah. Time. Party time? Party! Time Party with night. the Vixens. Fireball uh, time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last call. Uh, thank you for putting up with us tonight, Michael. Um, we enjoyed having you on. Um, let me see. Yeah, oh, that's right. 
that's my drink. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're on our way. Okay. Hey, welcome, Lee. How are you? That's that's remember what remember what they said. There's a five rule now. You guys are out because we're gonna be over at Mike's in four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I covered up the name so we, you know. Didn't get nobody in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super excited to subscribe to the magazine. I'm, I think that it's going to be right up my alley. I can't wait to uh, to read it. I'm, I'm really glad I got the opportunity to meet you, Mike. Oh, you too. And uh, like I said, next time you all are up this way, give me a shout. I've been actually thinking about maybe getting a magnet or something because there's a bridge right down from my house that yeah man give it a shot you know even on a on a day where you just have a, a little bit of free time you can get out there get a little bit of sunlight on your skin and you would just be shocked with what you can pull out of those uh those small creeks with the bridge over them well this one ain't small it's the white river so oh okay then you want it to be as heavy as possible because if that current's strong it'll take a heavy magnet with it but just better you know. i'll just wait for y'all to get up here yeah we'll bring them we'll bring them so we can test them out yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I like it. The treasure vixens are going nationwide. That's the the ultimate goal, I think, guys. It's yeah. just a. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna eventually run out of spots around here, but we got we got the whole world to check out. You bet. You betcha. Uh, flash in your pan too. Word. <laughs> treasure vixens. You'll have to. You'll have to. Send me an email or uh, hit me on Messenger. Certainly. Uh, Mike at DirtDigestMagazine.com. Yep. Okay. I I can send you a link to his page or. Yeah, and I know that you've got a uh, the and and anybody else is listening. There's a link uh, down to the magazine in the description as well. Um, so we'll find you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, everybody, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, minus Dano tonight. The thank Treasure you, Vixens and I are our guest tonight, Mike from Dirt Digest Magazine. Next week, we're having Jason from Di yeah. Diamond Miner Ivan's. Uh, YouTube channel. Cool. Uh, that should be a good show. Um, get to talk about his prospecting with uh, Shane Klesh from Klesh Guitars here on YouTube and uh, his diamond hunting in Arkansas and crystal mining and uh, wherever he crystal mines at. But it should be a good show. <laughs> Um, no, no, tell them crystal mine. Yep, yep. No, tell them crystal mine. Everybody. Uh, yeah, we think so too, Jerry. We think the girls are a great addition. Uh, Thanks, I agree yeah, with you 100%, Terry. Um, but, you know, without all of you, there would be no Flash fam. Absolutely. Thank you from right. the bottom of my heart. Remember, do a flash raid on flash fam raid 
on Coffee with Liz on the 14th. Come in the live chat. Give me a hard time while I'm on Liz's show. What time? Uh, 10 a.m. Sunday, the 14th. Okay. I'm not sure what time that is, Aussie time, but it's, I'm sure it's pretty late. <laughs> oh, that's Father's Day, huh? Oh, Father's Day. Oh. <laughs> I'll be Liz's Father's Day guest. How about that? Oh, yeah, hey. it is, Jeff, a lot easier on the eyes. I, I look at <laughs> Jesse Dano and I. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, let me get my 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 partners in crime all down here for they could say goodbye to you all also. Now that you're all in view. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. May God bless you. Until next time, may you always have a flash in your pan. And you know what he's going to say next. That's right, Jesse. Maybe one day, too, we'll meet you on the river. Good night, everybody. Good night, Good night. everybody. Good night. Thank you, Jeff. Good night, Nikki. Or good day, Nikki. Good night, Angela. Good night. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Nikki. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, Richard. Good night, GoPro.